Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All we can be sure of is this. Zach Berry and Grayson Weir are hashtag not committed. I love a good train wreck. Hey, what up? This is Not Committed. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Joining me, as always, Grace Weir. Gorgeous Friday morning here in Nashville, Tennessee. Sitting outside, enjoying a breeze in the shade. And uh, we'll probably have you all be serenaded by uh, some golf carts passing by throughout the show. Grayson, good morning. How are we doing? Good morning, Zach. We're doing well. We always uh, lead with a weather update, but obviously today's weather update, we can kind of outsource to Miami. Not looking good. Does not look like the Rebs will be playing baseball anytime soon. Um, They tried to obviously get the games in early on Friday before they even players even got to the field. They canceled the games. It looks like it's going to rain all day Saturday. It looks like it's going to rain the vast majority of the day Sunday. Not, not a great situation for the Rebs, but a gorgeous day here in Nashville. So we'll take the positives with the negatives. But it does not look, does not look good for baseball. That's for sure. Yeah, I believe they – didn't they update the times again? So not playing today, playing tomorrow. Yeah, but it does not look like they're going to be able to play tomorrow. We'll see. But I mean, they're probably going to start on Sunday, for being real. I think that's the likely scenario. I will, I will run through – I don't know what they call it. Emergency weather protocol, emergency, I don't know, whatever. Just here's in case anybody's wondering the situation with the regional, if it does get washed out, which I don't think it will. I think they'll get the games in. It'll just be a shit show from Sunday to Tuesday to get, what, six games in? Yep. At least. At least. Um, so, so if zero games are played, if this is like a tropical storm to end all tropical storms, Miami would move on because they are the one seed. If one game is played, the best remaining seed without a loss will move on. Two games, best seeded team without a loss. Three games, best seeded team without a loss. Four games played, remaining team without a loss, i.e. winner of game four. Five games played, remaining team without a loss, i.e. winner of game four. Six games played, winner of game six, unless each team has one loss, in which case the following will be considered it would either come down to head-to-head or, I guess, and or best-seeded team remaining. So, basically, Ole Miss needs to play because, obviously, the worst case is that it rains out and no one plays and then Miami moves on because they're the host. Which would be um, so lame. I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll eventually – I mean, I think – I haven't looked at the weather. Just from what other people that have studied a Doppler radar um, have said that that um, Sunday afternoon, Monday and Tuesday look okay. Fingers crossed. Yeah, and I don't blame them, man. I, I know people are like clamoring for them to move it, but look, I, I don't, I don't blame Miami one bit. I mean, you earn the right to host. 
it's it's part of why you know what is it uh, uh, was it Dennis Green play to win the game like you you play to win the game to host a regional like that's why you play the games in the regular season and and I don't blame them one bit for not budging on moving it I don't think the NCAA ever asked them but even if they did I wouldn't move because no. you won. I don't know Miami's record off the top of my head. Um, I mean, you're a host site, so no. You want to have your own home field advantage, whatever that might be. So, yeah. Um, all right, so outside of the weather in Coral Gables, the other thing that has been dominating the news lately has been Juice Kiffin, the uh, – the good boy, the puppy dog, has been all over Twitter, and people are just running with conspiracy theories, rumors of who, in fact, is running that Twitter account. I don't think it's Lane Kiffin. I think – I still say, to a certain extent, Lane doesn't run his Twitter account all the time. I think he does probably 75 80% of the time. I don't think he's doing it. 100% of the time. So I don't think there's any chance he's doing a account for his kid's puppy dog. What do you think? I, so I had posed this question last night and the overwhelming, um, you know, response that I received, the funniest possible outcome is that it's Monty Kiffin. Um, we obviously know that it is not Monty because uh, I doubt he's... he's Monty Kiffin probably has a... Probably has a jitterbug though. Yeah. So we know it's not Monty, but that leaves, I mean, from the immediate family, it could be Knox because we know that the kids, at least Presley um, is in Oxford at the moment. I believe Landry and Knox are too. Could be Knox, could be Landry, could be Presley. Could be Layla, although that one's a stretch. Um, and, And then it could be Lane or a random dude on the internet. It is my hope and and prayer that it is not a random dude on the internet because that would be super weird if there's just a random dude running a twitter account for lane kiffin's dog and on top of that with the amount that lane kiffin is retweeting the account um it would lead me to believe that it is someone within the immediate family i would guess it's one of the kids um if it is lane it's objectively hilarious because the amount of shots that he's thrown towards other programs and Jimbo Fisher and all these things are hilarious. Um, but I think you're right. I don't think Lane has the time to do this. So then yeah. that leaves likely one of the kids um, and whomever it is, I mean, credit to them. So long as it isn't a random weirdo on the internet being, you know, like a, Oh shoot. What's that Southport? Like Skank Hunt 69 from the basement, just some greasy dude grinding out, you know, Juice Kiffin's Twitter account. It's really funny. I mean, if it's, if it's one of the kids, whomever it may be, those, that person or persons, maybe it's all three of them running it together, like objectively very funny. Um, really, really good stuff from the account. Obviously it's spamming the timeline a little bit. So maybe it'll kind of die out and just, just be the uh, the big hitters over the next couple of mm-hmm. days, weeks, etc. But it's really funny so long as it's not a random weirdo on the internet. If it's a random weirdo on the internet, then yeah, just not 
not a good situation. But with all the the like yeah. pictures of you know Juice being with Presley doing Pilates, and then he was with uh, John David Baker this morning. I would imagine mm-hmm. someone with some I, access to the program. Yeah, I mean, and look, you could tell me that it's multiple people running it, and I would say, yep. okay, I could see that. I do. I do think it's either Knox or one of his daughters that's yeah. running it. It's got to be, right? I mean, it's got to be. I, I did see that um, our, our our very own Ben Garrett of OM Spirit, part of OMSpirit.com, part of On Three Sports, um, basically threw it out there, and I don't hate it. Just whenever Juice gets old enough, just make him the mascot. Yeah, I don't Let hate it at up. all. Let him be on the sideline. Look, man, labs, if you do some formal training, they are incredibly well-behaved dogs. Yeah. And he could very easily grow up and get him, get him some training early. I've done it. We adopted a yellow lab, just like Juice, um, when she was one and a half, two years old. And we wanted to have her – well trained she's she's a big girl and uh with you know with the little kids we wanted her to be well behaved and um listen well and not just for kids but just in general be well behaved and hey we sent her to this guy here locally former canine trainer um police dog um all kinds of like you know canine police dogs um like crowd enforcement like he does all kinds of dog training Man, we sent we sent her there for it was probably like nine days, and I mean, the most I, I could easily do walks with her off a leash, no problem. Just like Labradors, I mean, well, there are a lot of smart dogs, but Labs are very well behaved. So, with all that to say, as we lead off a recruiting podcast talking about dog training, um, you could <laughs> easily train Juice to be a mascot. I mean, go out and get the tea after kickoff. I mean, we see people do that all the time with labs and, and golden retrievers and, um, you know, all kinds of herding dogs love doing that stuff. Just make him the on-field mascot. You don't have to change the nickname. Just make him the mascot. I mean, mascots are meant to be fun and silly and for kids to love. And I mean, kids love dogs. So that's, that's just an easy fix right there. There's your on-field mascot for Ole Miss and it's a good way to keep Lane Kiffin around. Yep. And just have him run on the field, at least with the team before the tunnel, before one of the games, they've been throwing that out. And I know we're spending oh, yeah. a lot of time on Juice's Twitter, but it's, it's <laughs> hilarious. And it's all over my timeline. Like I literally cannot escape it. I did yeah. see the last thing I'll say, um, Ole Miss posted a job listing for the athletic department, specifically within football, uh, not last week, but two weeks ago. And it was a like social media, you know, content manager, mm-hmm. uh, how hilarious it would it be if they put this up just to like have an intern come in and run <laughs> Juice's Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> or just, or just hire someone as like, um, dog recruiting strategy. Coordinator. <laughs> exactly. Implementing juice in the recruiting strategy. Um, <laughs> all right. So speaking of recruiting strategy, let's get to it. Um, on Thursday, uh, if you saw, on the message board at OM Spirit, uh, on three's director of recruiting, Chad Simmons, put in an RPM prediction for Ole Miss. 
two land, one Bryson Sanders, the interior offensive lineman from Chattanooga at Baylor School. Uh, just came off an official visit to Tennessee, which is why this was so compelling and just the perfect topic for us to kick off the podcast with outside of Juice Kiffin. But coming off an official visit to Tennessee, the in-state school, Chattanooga, just down the road from Knoxville, um, it was intriguing to hear that. Um, Chad Simmons says he, he, he gives a slight edge to Ole Miss right now. Um, Bryson Sanders will be in Oklahoma. He's probably already there uh, for his official visit this weekend. But it is down to Ole Miss, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. He eliminated LSU. He told me that a week ago. He's no longer looking at the Tigers. He is focusing on these three. I still think it's just two. I think it's Tennessee and Ole Miss, barring Oklahoma blowing him away this weekend. Um, but, again, Chad Simmons, he's the director of recruiting for a reason. He's as connected as anyone in the game. And for him to log a prediction for Ole Miss to land Bryson Sanders is pretty huge, right? Yeah. I mean, as big as it could get, he literally 6'6", 280. Like, could not be bigger. We talked about him last week. Um, I, I, I don't really have too much to add to it other than he is pretty much the perfect offensive line prospect you can play him in multiple positions you can use him to cover the depth you can put him at left tackle if you had to if he grows into his frame at you know six six three hundred or so um by the time he's on campus and and gets comfortable in the system and the weight room and all that stuff he's exactly what you look for in an offensive line talent really talented um in 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 pass blocking and just a mauler when it comes to clearing the ways for what is set to be a pretty talented backfield for a couple of years to come in Oxford. So if you can get him over a school like Tennessee um, or Oklahoma, if Oklahoma mm-hmm. sneaks into the mix this weekend with their, with the visit that he's currently on, I mean, those are two prominent programs that you're landing a four-star offensive lineman over. And we know, you know, based on um, kind of just recent history Ole Miss hasn't recruited any four or five-star offensive linemen over the last couple of years that it really stand out in terms of like, okay, these guys are super, super highly coveted prospect by multiple power five schools, even in the SEC. That hasn't really been the case. The guys that Ole Miss have gone and, and grabbed on the offensive line have been very talented and we've seen them pan out over the course of the last couple of years, but they haven't been this really top guy, you know, Bryson Sanders is, is the considered the the number 13 player at his position um, by the on three database. And that's not something that Ole Miss has really put a huge emphasis on in the last couple of years. They've been getting guys that they can bring in and have all the intangibles in the frame and can develop Bryson Sanders, someone that could step in and, and once he puts a little bit more weight on, he doesn't have to, but he can slash will. Um, mm-hmm. He could start right away and, and play a really prominent role right away. So it's, it's interesting you... to see how this strategy uh, with Bryson Sanders may or may not, but at this point it seems like will pay off. Mm-hmm. If you look at recent history, Eli Acker was an on-three consensus four-star. He is now a starter on the offensive line. Ole Miss has done a fantastic job of getting 
a lot out of some non-blue chip players. Yep. Guys like Nick Broker, Jeremy awesome. James, Ben Brown, um, you know, three stars, maybe some close to fringe four-star type guys. Um, unfortunately, one of their better signees over the past couple of years, Darius Thomas, was an on-three consensus four-star. He unfortunately had to medically retire from football. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you probably have to go back to hmm, – Yeah, I'm thinking I'm at 2018. I go to 2017. Another guy that didn't pan out, Tony Gray. Never really panned out, never played, ended up transferring out. Um, It might be 2016 with Greg Little. That's what I'm thinking. That's the last big blue chip. On three consensus, five-star, number three overall player in the country, came in in that big class with, Five-star Shea Patterson, five-star Benito Jones, four-star A.J. Brown, four-star Deontay Anderson, four-star D.K. Metcalf, on and on and on. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Bryce Matthews is another guy that didn't pan out, was a four-star, ended up transferring. He's a, he was a Tennessee guy as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this would be a huge – I mean, they're in on not only Bryson Sanders, but they're also in on four-star Wilkin Formby. Um, and then uh, a – not a not a blue chip, but three star Kobe Keenum released his top five yesterday. Ole Miss was included in there. Um, but this is a great segue into this topic I wanted to, to discuss with you about because they did it with Wilkin Formby, they did it with Bryson Sanders, they did it with Marcel Reed, um, and they're doing it with guys like Jonte Cook, Marvin Burks Jr. on Tuesday, Whit Weeks, Roman Rashada, several of their big time once at the high school level they are bringing in for official visits early now this goes against kind of the the old adage and kind of the old strategy if you will with recruiting where it was always you wanted the last official visit and now the the calendar has shifted i mean it's basically made a 180 because everybody's clock has been sped up with graduating early uh, getting out in December, getting into the program of your choice and getting acclimated to college, getting into the weight room, getting to know that strength and conditioning staff. Um, you know, it's not like it used to be, you know, you know, and, and pardon me here back in my day as I get old man here, but it was always, and you wanted to get that, that, that visit that last weekend in January, right before signing day, that was the big, you had to do that. You had to get that last ditch effort, that last sales pitch, that last visit to solidify your standing, whatever you want to call it. It's not like that anymore. Um, and Lane Kiffin and this staff have, I wouldn't say they've rolled the dice. I just think that it is very interesting with this approach to where it's almost like they're just trusting what they do, what they're pitching to these recruits. And, you know, I know it's cliche for the whole the family atmosphere and all that, but I mean, you hear the same things that these recruits say. They always talk about family and they talk about how young and energetic the staff is. And I think that that's kind of what Lane Kiffin and, and Chris Partridge and John David Baker, Charlie Weiss Jr., Kelvin Bolden, everybody on that staff, they're just kind of going with, hey, man, we'll bring you in early. We'll show you, you know, whether it's for double decker, we'll bring you in while we got 
current players here so you can meet the guys on the roster. We want to get you to see some practices. They're just kind of trusting their gut and just going with, hey, we don't care about getting the last visit. We just want to show you at our best. And I think that that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. And what I, what I think is cool about it too is in a lot of ways, they're not just getting them on campus early in the process. They're getting them on campus first. So, that, so they're taking these recruits and having them visit Ole Miss first, not in the middle of the pack, not just early in the process. And then, like you said, you cut out for a second, but I, I think that everyone understood the gist was, was that the old way of doing things and, and still seems to be that way with a lot of programs around the country is you get the, the recruit on campus last right before he commits or right before he makes a decision um, and that way you can kind of leave that lasting impression in his mind um, is the gist of what you were saying for, for anyone who, who didn't pick up on it when you cut out. But like you said, Ole Miss is, is taking a different approach. And by getting these guys on campus first in the process, maybe instead of leaving that lasting impression right before the decision, it leaves that lasting impression throughout the process. So when Bryson Sanders goes and visits Tennessee, he's still kind of comparing it to Ole Miss. When he goes to Oklahoma, he's comparing his visit to Oklahoma with the yeah. awesome visit he had at Ole Miss. And That's I think it's really point. I think it's really interesting where you know they're they're playing almost in a sense they're playing mind games to where they're flipping the system on its head and we'll see if it, you know, really pays off over the course of 2 3 4 years, etc. But at least for right now, all of the recruits that they've been able to get on campus early have a vested interest and might even be leaning towards an Ole Miss commitment. So it's really unique. It's different. It's not the the quote-unquote status quo. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe that's how Ole Miss is selling itself. We are different. You know, here's, yeah. here's what I mean, we want you to, to think as you go elsewhere. We want you to be thinking about us. That's a great point. And, and you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's kind of where I was leaning towards, you know, it's I – don't, I don't know. I mean, it's all different. Everybody's every, – every prospect is different. But it could be the fact where it's like, hey, that first impression is going to be the lasting impression. Right. Where, like you said – man, Knoxville was cool. Like, you know, this program is buzzing. Josh Heupel is recruiting at a high level. I mean, I, I mean, the balls are, you know, they have Nico Imaliva. They're in on several top 50 guys. There's a ton of excitement around that program. But yeah, I mean, when he leaves Knoxville, I mean, he could very well be sitting in the car and driving back and just thinking, man, that was fun. But like, Oxford was, was this, or and Ole Miss, also, you know, they did this instead of this. You know, it could be that. That's what they're going for. Um, you know, another guy that we didn't mention that they brought in early that's a high-profile guy, uh, Jaden Rashada. They brought him for double-decker. And, and I think that that was part of it was, you know, him. Daniel Demery was there, the, uh, the 2023 commit uh, that committed last week. Um, that's another guy that they brought in early. And they wanted them to see the town when it's buzzing and when there's a festival going on and you got the spring game, you can watch practice, you can watch the scrimmage, you can see the players. I mean, I think they're, it's a very calculated thing with what they're doing. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I think that could very well be it where it's like, we want to make that first impression to where everything else is being compared to, as opposed to waiting to where you are rolling the dice, where they may not want to take another official. They might be done because they saw enough at Oklahoma or Tennessee or Miami or USC to where they're like, all right, I'm good. Like, that was great. I'm ready to lock things down. Whereas at that point you're playing catch up where it's almost like you're like, no, 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 come, come see us and, and, and do this before you, you make your decision to where now it's, Oh, I've been told this. I've seen everything. And now I'm going to compare everyone to Oxford and everyone's Ole Miss into this staff. So it could very well be some chess versus checkers type thing. So uh, I'm sure we'll, Eventually, I mean, we will get to see if it will pay off with guys like Bryson Sanders, Wilkin Formby, Jane Rashada, um, a lot of these guys that they brought in early, and then uh, see if it pays off in the end. So we're going to take our break, come back. We'll talk more. We've got some more official visitors coming in this weekend, and we'll talk about them. So hang tight. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Lamar Yard, Oxford's indoor-outdoor restaurant, bar, and entertainment space on South Lamar. They now have an updated menu with non-barbecue options from Tex-Mex to Mississippi Delta Catfish to Smash Burgers. And you can contact Lamar Yard for your private events for the spring and summer. They have a dedicated event coordinator who will help you plan your event from start to finish, and they offer on-site catering. Weddings to Greek parties or corporate events, Lamar Yard is the perfect place to host your next party. Lamar Yard is Oxford's quintessential family and pet friendly venue, and they look forward to hosting you soon. Check them out at lamaryard.com. And if you want a place for clever dishes and captivating cocktails, look no further than So Wild in South Lamar. Chef Erica and her committed team of food and beverage enthusiasts are bringing top notch cuisine and libations to you six days a week. Whether it's happy hour three to six, fresh squeezed margaritas, ramen, two-for-one Moscow mules, all that more, the best and brightest in-house or via curbside pickup. Check them out, solaoxford.com, or call them at 662-238-3500 and place your order today. show also brought to you by Memphis restauranteur Kelly English and his restaurant group in Memphis, Tennessee. The renowned chef and his team are offering nationwide shipping and virtual cooking classes with Cooking with Kelly. You can learn more about the nationwide shipping at irisetc.com. And you can also book a virtual cooking class online at table22.com slash iris. Kelly English Restaurant Group in Memphis, Second Line Restaurant Iris, and the Magnolia House down on the coast in Biloxi. show is also brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over, see Cody Allen and the rest of the crew take on their challenge of the wide plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They've got two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, the driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up that short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranchgolf.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers, It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Eufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee. And Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. 
Go ahead, have your Ole Miss fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season. And concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tacova store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And we are back here on Not Committed. Zach Barry Grayson, we're with you. All right, Grayson, talk about it on the uh, Wednesday show. We'll get into it here. Jonte Cook, Marvin Burks Jr., slated to be in town for their official visits this weekend. Also being joined, as uh, we uh, reported at OM Spirit earlier this week, uh, to Marcus Cooley. He's safety out of North Carolina. He arrived Thursday evening. Already saw he went through and did some photo shoot stuff, put on the uniform, went out and bought Hemingway, uh, did a couple shoots out there. He will be in town. Um, but yeah, let's let, let's get into uh, let's get into Mr. Cooley. We've talked a good bit about Cook and Burks. We'll talk about them um, after. But Marcus Cooley was a late addition to the weekend. Three star out of Nightdale, North Carolina. Very interesting prospect uh, that they're bringing in to uh, – they're recruiting him as a safety despite playing both ways in North Carolina. Um, I said before we hopped on, and, and again, take this with a grain of salt because they are very different people and they're very different size and shape and stature. But Tamarcus Cooley reminds me of a smaller Miles Battle. Miles Battle obviously is that big physical 6'4", 200 – um, senior, you know, who comes in and, and really like dominates his, you know, offensive counterpart on the other side of the ball. Um, Tamarcus Cooley doesn't play quite that same way, but he does play similarly in his physicality. So he plays both sides of the ball. So he knows as a defensive back, kind of the tendencies of a receiver. He knows how that position works. He knows the feel for things and he's not afraid to, to get up in somebody's grill, you know, give them a good pop at the line of scrimmage and then stays with them past that point. Um, so I, I'm not going to give them a direct comparison, but, but that would be, you know, how I feel about Jamarcus Cooley where he is this, compact is a good word for him. 6'1", 185-ish, plays probably closer to, 
to 190, if not even up to 200 by the time he's acclimated in the college program. And he just kind of bullies people. Um, he's a pest. He's a constant physical pest that gets in your face and lets you know that he's right there and that he's not going to let you get past him. And, and again, sounds like a broken record, but it's, it's a very important component to this defensive recruiting. You can put him in a lot of different spaces. You can use him as that nickel. You can use him as a free safety. You can use him as a true one-on-one corner. You can use him out in the zone coverage in this three, two, six ask scheme. Um, Tamarcus Cooley provides a lot of flexibility. He's a really, really physical player. Um, despite his, I mean, you can't say size limitations at six one, um, but when compared to maybe some of the, the bigger, stronger, more physical quarterbacks, um, cornerbacks, I should say, he doesn't necessarily add up, um, but he matches them in tenacity. He matches them in physicality. He matches them in getting his hands on our receiver and, and sticking with them and making it just a living hell to be lined up across from him. Um, a really great addition if you can go get him. Kind of a unique offer sheet, App State, NC State, North Carolina, Minnesota, Coastal Carolina, Louisville, Mississippi State, um, Purdue, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Just some kind of a random hodgepodge of offers. Um, but obviously, you know, you've got those programs in the mix, the Oklahomas, the Penn States, the Purdue's. Um, even, you know, something like James Madison, where it's a top competitive program in the FCS, they, they have interest in him. They want him. And so does Ole Miss. If you can, if you can lock down his commitment now, it, it's a, a really strong prospect that doesn't necessarily become a factor day one, but, but by the time he's a sophomore, junior, senior, uh, could be a really valuable component on that defensive side of the ball. And off topic from recruiting for just a moment, I saw Tamarcus Cooley posted a picture of him in uniform. Might be something to consider for uh, the Rebels this fall. He was rocking the Sugar Bowl helmet, the white helmet, with the red jersey and white pants. It's a pretty crisp look. Um, so maybe something to consider when uh, looking at uniforms this fall. But, yeah, I mean, I, I everything that you said – jives with what I have thought just briefly looking at some of his highlights from seven on seven camps and, and game film. He looks to have the mindset he won as a DB, just very, very aggressive, very much talking shit nonstop where it's like, it, it's a short memory type mindset where you're making plays. You're letting the receiver know that you made that play. You either batted it down or picked it off or, covered them up to where they couldn't get a look from the quarterback. But that's, you know, that kind of mindset, that aggressiveness is, is also key to keep, regardless of what happens. It's almost like a quarterback where you have a short short memory as a quarterback. You make a bad throw, throw a pick. You got to get back out there and not be afraid to uh, try to make the next play. And same thing with being a DB. You know, you get beat one play, hey, just turn around and make the next one. But, yeah, very aggressive, very tenacious as a defender. They are recruiting him as a safety, despite being a pretty impressive receiver as well. But, yeah, I love the Miles Battle comp because Miles Battle was a four-star receiver coming out of high school, a lot like Derrick Jones when he was at Ole Miss, where he couldn't get on the field as a receiver because of the depth in the receiver room. So he just used his athleticism 
and his ball skills to make a difference on the defensive side. And obviously Derek Jones made waves in that LSU game in 2013 when he put the clamps down on Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, which is just an insane sentence to say. It really is. For a guy that probably played some DB in high school just because he was one of the better players on the field, but was primarily focused on trying to be a college football receiver. And then they were just like, hey, injuries have devastated us. We, we need you over there. And he just went over there and just locked down two of the best receivers in the NFL right now. So it was pretty insane. Um, so yeah, Tamarcus Cooley is certainly a guy to keep an eye on this weekend. Late addition, but they obviously like him enough to bring him in for an official visit. And then, like you said, the, the offer sheet is interesting, but he does have some Power 5 offers. He's been to Louisville. He's been to North Carolina. So he has some legitimate interest in C State as well from the in-state schools. He took a visit to uh, – or excuse me, he's wanting to take a visit to Florida after Billy Napier extended an offer to him. So the Gators are recruiting at a high level right now. Billy Napier and his staff seem to know their way around uh, a recruiting strategy meeting, so they know what they're doing down there. So seems to be one of those late bloomers that's starting to uh, create some buzz on the recruiting trail. Yeah. All right, so speaking of creating buzz – We'll take our last break. When we come back, we will talk about the two big names that will be on campus with Mr. Cooley, Jonte Cook, and Marvin Birch Jr. We will talk about the two four stars when we come back. So hang tight. After these messages, we'll talk more official listeners. Podcast brought to you by Protection Unlimited Incorporated, the Mid-South's leader in commercial and residential alarm security. Wayne Lowry and his team have been serving the greater Memphis area and North Mississippi for 50 plus years and would love to get your business and or family protected today. They offer cutting edge security for your home or business with video surveillance options and they're monitoring 24 7 365. You can reach them via phone at 901-754-6510 or email them at info at protectionunlimited.com. Podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals. They can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn more about them at bluffcityadvisory.com. Podcast brought to you by the Barry Home Team. You're ready to sell and make the most net profit from your home. Call Stacy and Rick Barry today. They will lead you through the process from property assessment, repairs, staging, and putting that sold sign in your yard. Both have earned the multi-million dollar club member status, and they would love to assist you today in your real estate ventures. Call them 901-481-6420 or 901-461-6421. After you have talked to the Barry Home Team, you can talk to Saddle Creek Title, another proud sponsor of the show. They're the Mid-South's leader in client-focused, innovative closing solutions. Neil Hanna and his team are more than just a real estate closing firm. They are dedicated to going the distance to ensure the ease and growth of your real estate business. Find more information at SaddleCreekTitle.com or call them 901-753-1600. Show brought to you by Davis McCord State Farm. If you're looking for good neighbor service and surprisingly great insurance rates, look no further than Davis and his team. They are your one-stop shop in Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, and Mississippi for the service you deserve at the price you want. So stop looking around. Give Davis a call. He is ready to help. 901-755-6110 and get your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
And we are back here on Not Committed, wrapping up this Friday show. All right, Grayson. Talked about them earlier in the week. We talked about them last week. Huge opportunity for Ole Miss to make a pitch to four-star receiver Jonte Cook and four-star safety Marvin Burks, Jr., Ole Miss is trending in a big way for Mr. Burks. They lead his RPM right now. Jontae Cook, different story. You're playing some catch up there, trying to catch the Longhorns, the Aggies, um, and the others that are in his top five. But getting him on campus when he was originally scheduled to visit Florida is huge. We've talked about the sales pitch and how they probably will go about using the Elijah Moore, the Jalen Robinson type route there and trying to show him, hey, this is what you could potentially be, what you could potentially do for us in this offense. So I think that it's as good as an opportunity as any to have a top 60 recruit on campus um, and a guy that is virtually known as one of the more dynamic playmakers in this 2023 class. He is the type of guy who you can throw on a simple hitch route and all of a sudden, it's an 85-yard touchdown. Um, you're playing a lot of catch-up with Jonte Cook, like you said. Um, I mean, Texas appears to be pretty comfortably in the lead. Alabama's up there. And then Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Texas A&M, LSU, Florida, and countless others. He's been someone who has been a huge name out of Dallas since he was freshman, sophomore in high school because everybody knew that he was going to be I mean, just he's really, he's a really incredible athlete who is just a ton of fun to watch in every facet of the game, both on the field and 11 on 11s, full pads and seven on sevens in one on one drills, all the above. He crosses every box. It's definitely a long shot here, but we've talked about it already. So I won't get into it, but you get him on campus, you show him what he could become. Maybe he starts to think about, okay. You know, Ole Miss is building something special here. I want to be a part of that. And then if you can get a guy like Jonte Cook, that completely changes the outlook of recruiting for other positions. Maybe a Jaden Rashada says, oh, Jonte Cook's at Ole Miss? May, I want to go play with him. I want to throw him the ball. Maybe it means there's other opportunities for him to go say, you know, hey, we, we need a running back. Hey, we need an offensive lineman. I need someone to throw me the ball. Let's go get another quarterback. You know, all these things. Um, he could become, I guess the word, um, or like phrase I'm looking for is like almost like the Pied Piper where you get a guy like Jonte Cook in your class, that class immediately changes because the interest grows for all kinds of different recruits all across the country. Um, a long shot, but would be a huge get for both on field play, but also just for recruiting in the class of 2023. It is. I mean, I do think, I mean, let's not, let, let's, let's not belabor the point here that, that Ole Miss is coming from behind here. And significantly Te behind. Texas has a huge lead, but as he said, we read you the quote multiple times. He just said that Lane Kiffin will not stop recruiting him. And I, I do think that that is something to put a pin in is that the head coach of the Ole Miss Rebels is personally recruiting him. Now right. it couldn't, it could mean nothing. He can end up going to Texas anyway. He's tight with Arch Manning. I think Arch Manning goes to Texas. But 
when the head coach is putting that much time and emphasis on getting you to come play for him, I think that resonates in a big way with recruits. It's certainly something to where you're like, okay, they could have just very well had the position coach or an analyst or, you know, anyone recruit me, but it's the head coach and it's Lane Kiffin. And that's, I think that's a huge deal for someone like Jonte Cook. So we'll see how the weekend goes. Um, You know, I haven't um, seen any kind of confirmation via tweet or Instagram that he is in town. He is still scheduled. I, I haven't heard anything about, him not making it, but um, it's, again, huge opportunity for Ole Miss. So, all right, um, Marvin Burks Jr., I said it already, trending to Ole Miss in a big way. Um, the RPM is heavily in favor of the Rebels. Um, I believe, if I pull it up here, 96.2%, um, way out in front of second place Missouri. Um, I have entered my RPM prediction a 60% confidence level. I just think that the, the time and effort and tenacity of the recruiting efforts by this staff to go after him um, has made a huge impression on him. But getting a guy from Missouri away from the Tigers would be a huge coup for, uh, for this staff. So Mr. Burks coming in town for his official um, again, another huge opportunity for the staff to make waves and get a blue chip guy. Yeah. And it seems to me, I mean, I would, if I don't have, again, I don't have a prediction, but if I did, I would put it in as, as 60 plus confidence too. I think, I think Ole Miss feels like they're in a great spot. I think Marvin Burks likes the, what Ole Miss is cooking. He likes the defensive staff. He likes the idea that he can play just as a, a almost like a freeloading monster who flies around and just lights people up um i said it last time missouri's definitely considered quote-unquote second um in his mix but i think louisville is the team to watch if they come in at the last second and just drop him a huge bag with their really really well coordinated nil efforts um but yeah i mean it seems to me like marvin burks jr will be playing for the rebels in 2023 and that should be something that not only the defensive staff should be excited about, which they are slash will be when things become official, um, but Ole Miss fans should be excited about the prospect of Marvin Burks Jr. becoming into, turning into a really prominent piece on the defense as he grows and, and learns the system and develops over the next few years. Yeah. We will have full coverage of the visits Stay locked in at omspirit.com, part of On3Sports. We will have all kinds of updates going, all the tweets, all the Instagram posts, all the intel we can get. It will be in the weekend thread, so stay locked in there. And uh, we will have updates from Roman Rashada with weeks coming to you this weekend as well. Hope to talk to both of those guys. I posted already on the board, but just for those that have yet to see it, I will update it here. Uh, Roman Rashada got back super late, back to California um, last night. We were supposed to talk at some point today. And then Whit Weeks is on an official at Oklahoma. We are going to talk on Sunday as he is obviously in the middle of his visit with the Sooners. So not going to bug him. So hopefully we'll have an interview um, up on the site on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. So 
Thanks to you, the listener, for tuning in. Thanks to Grayson, as always, for joining. And thank you to the sponsors for making the show possible. Remember, like, subscribe, leave a review. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. If you want more Juice Kiffin talk, if you want more weather updates, uh, let us know. But, uh, Grayson, if you don't have anything else, I believe we can uh, put a bow on this Friday show and get ready for the weekend. That's exactly what we should do. And keep your fingers crossed and toes crossed and legs crossed and every part of your body crossed that you can cross that Ole Miss will get to play baseball this weekend because losing a regional without even playing would be Mm. heartbreaking. Not ideal, as they say in the business. So, um We'll also have updates on that. Jake Thompson, Ben Garrett, Chuck Roundsville, all the crew will be keeping you abreast of all of the updates from Coral Gable. So for Grayson, I'm Zach. This has been Not Committed. Thank you all. Have a good weekend. We out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.